All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Dad Pack. Uh, this one's going to be a little different. We don't have jo- or Jordan joining us in this episode. Uh, he was feeling a little bit under the weather, so he just got he just got Ryan and I this episode, which you know that's all good. Hope Jordan gets better. Uh, hopefully, we'll see him in the next Hopefully's episode. Good. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's kick it off. Uh, be a little different. We do got a dad topic to go through today, but we'll get that later on in the episode. But before we do that, uh, we got two quick things we wanted to cover. Uh, I guess we'll just jump right into pack news. Pack news. Pack news. There we go. It's just us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so obviously, we're football fans around here, so we wanted to cover um, what's going on in the football world. The uh, Training camp just started. Sorry, my earphones, my, my headphones are messing up there. Training camp just started for all the teams. Uh, when this comes out, I think this comes out for us. This comes out tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, training camp just started for all teams. And um, Dak is already throwing interceptions when he said he would only have like 10 for the year. So, I just wanted to um, I mean, get then, your opinion on that. <laughs> I mean, does it count in training camp? It doesn't count. You're right. right? You're right. But you know what? We, he, we over here that are haters, we're, we're already counting, bro. We're on day two, and he's already thrown two picks, but, bro. Then it's those, it are, those are just getting out of a system. Get out of the system. If that's what you better be hoping, bro. Because goodness, is it a training camp? Now, granted, the first one that I saw, it was once again the receiver. It popped like it hit him right in the hands. It pops up. DB picks it off right there. And then the one today, he kind of just underthrew it a little bit, and uh, that's just what happened, I guess. The he underthrew the receiver, and the DB picked him off. Well, it really wasn't his ugliest ones. I've seen some ugly ones that he's thrown, but that wasn't that bad. I don't. I don't. I'm a. Uh, I, I love quarterbacks. I, and I, sure. I think that I think they take a little bit too much of the blame for interceptions. These guys yeah. are at that level are so good that they are throwing to certain areas of the field, and if that receiver's not on the same page, then it gets picked off. And it's over. So I don't I don't think that it's always the quarterback's fault, and especially if it's in the receiver's hands, like duh. But sometimes it'll, it'll look like, where are you throwing, dude? But you know, he he was reading inside, inside and low and the other guy was reading outside and up and went two opposite ways Not yeah really look I, you can't look it's the second day of training so like there's already critics on in philadelphia like just laughing at at dak and i think it's so funny like i'm sorry but okay. jalen didn't look jalen didn't look that good last year in training camp if you remember like he just looked okay he was still throwing picks. We were we were critiquing him all over the place. Who there's no way we would have known that Jalen Hurts was going to ball out like he did last year. Nobody knew that. And I don't know that he's capable of doing it again this year. Like I have no idea if he could do that again this year. I think that he's capable because he has good receivers now and we have a great offense. But yeah. uh, look, I just I, I'm not I'm not by any means a Cowboy fan, but I think they need to stop Ryan Dak so hard. Like come on, dude. The the dude's a, a generally a good dude. And yeah, he's gonna throw his picks. I I believe that he's gonna throw his picks. He's kind of like Eli in that in that game, like or in that in, in in those games. Like you just know he's gonna throw at least one in the game. Hopefully, it's not in the most important part of the game, like the game winning drive. <laughs> but you know, it, it's gonna. I happen. don't think he'll he was, throw as many this year. I don't. I don't think so they, either. I think with a different with the different OC that the Cowboys got, I think it'll get better. So he's about I, to have I, some wheels. He's gonna yeah. run the ball more. He's gonna be more mobile. It, it really helps the I have to throw the ball or I'm hit situation. Yeah, but is okay. What, what's y'all's running back's name? I know you guys got rid of Zeke. This guy Pollard. Okay, so oh, Pollard is, right uh, now. Yeah, is Pollard gonna be that guy? Because if we remember correctly, Pollard was injured last year at the end of the year. If I think 
if I can remember correctly. So though I like Pollard as a running back, yeah, he was injured, bro. He like he at some point I think he had like a leg injury or something. Yeah, and he had it was surgery. I don't know he had surgery. I I could be wrong. I'm not a cowboy fan. You're right, but I know he had an injury for sure. So I I don't know. I'm I'm expecting him to be that still that same kind of explosive guy that he was, but I don't know that. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna be that guy. I haven't seen enough. I think he was a good he was a good tandem runner with Zeke. You know what I mean? But Zeke obviously wasn't that guy anymore. You know, he, you you use Zeke in the red zone to, to push the pile, and then you use uh pollard in between the 20s i think that worked for them at the time but i don't know that pollard's the guy to carry the load but i I guess we'll see either way but you know i i i've been seeing as you know even though philadelphia was just in the super bowl nobody covers us for anything nobody covers us we won the super bowl and a year later nobody covered us everybody's at oxnard we're we're going back to oxnard (laughs) we're going back to ox like stop it okay can we just can we see another team espn for a few minutes like can we just not see the cowboys for five minutes Oh look, Dak threw another pick, and let's let's make fun of that for Tim. Like, come on, there's 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 32 teams. At least show the Eagles like one time. I gotta go to eagle like Eagles.com or like go to like YouTube channels to find like footage of the Eagles at this point in their training camp. It's ridiculous. Now I will say this though, I am happy that uh, the football season's back, even though it's not back, it's back. You know what I mean? Like, I'm Almost happy here. to see football. Yeah, we're I mean we're a couple weeks away from college. I'm pumped about college too. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I. uh I'm I'm excited for this is this is so stupid. I'm excited for preseason because we have two first round picks and I want to see what they can do. And I oh, also yeah, want to see what. Yeah, I I just I want to see preseason. I want to see what Jalen Carter can do and Nolan Smith can do. I want to see what our backup quarterbacks look like. Like if Jalen Hurts get hurt, what's going to happen? Like there's a lot going into this. But on the theme of um of NFL, we wanted to kind of run over the uh, this year's Madden ratings. First off, are you getting Madden, Ryan? I don't know. I haven't the last what year or two. It, you didn't get it last year. Mm-mm. Not till they're late. saying that they're saying this is the make or break one. That this is the one that they have to like do, or this going to completely fall off. Which okay. it's the same thing. It, that's what everyone's been saying for years. Like we're tired of the same product every single year, and we're it's, ready for something else. It's a big difference when you're upgrading your console, and and the the Madden from Madden of 1998 to Madden of now. It's okay, fair enough. It's way better looking, and the graphics are better, and probably the movements better. But it, it it's not getting better now. <laughs> No, I don't. I think the biggest differences, like you said, were if you went from Xbox One to the Xbox Series X, that was actually like they. It was actually a different game at that point. Like they actually had updated to where it it felt like a different game. The mechanics were different. The playbooks were different. And that's kind of that's kind of sad. Where you have to play a new console before you get the uh, up the updated game, which that was kind of whatever. But you know, EA's on their their BS. What do you call it? Uh, where you just get maddened? You know what I mean? I feel like I was getting maddened before even playing the game. Didn't they admit that they that part of their algorithm is getting maddened? Like that's that's a major problem for me. It's a major Bro, problem. What, for me. what what was it when we watched the uh, <laughs> we watched uh, the pro league and like a dude got so mad during a game? He was so good, but he got so mad that he shot the place up because he was just getting maddened yeah. all game. Like he, yeah. he literally just couldn't couldn't handle the pressure. It wasn't him. He I don't think he was performing bad. Madden just that game decided that he wasn't winning, and 
He, yeah. he literally couldn't believe it. And I, I, I fully believe that frustration, understand that frustration, because I have been in the middle of it with friends or online and just randomly all the plays that I know are like, you know, home run hitters just aren't working. My receivers that are 99s just aren't catching a ball. You know what I mean? Just randomly. Yeah, and that look, Madden's on that BS. Hopefully they fixed it. But they did add some mechanics in there, which, you know, that's that's for the super gamers and stuff. They added some new 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 touches to it so we'll see how it goes but the hot topic right now is not the mechanics it is actually the ratings and so uh let's hit the that's ratings real quick that's yeah, the, i, I think that's ratings. everybody's favorite bro i was just i just listened to the uh the kelsey brothers podcast and they were talking about their ratings and i guess uh i guess travis got a 99 which obviously he is the 99 like there is there is no i don't think there's any tight end currently or ever to be on the same level as travis kelsey you can no. you can list some some guys up there, Gonzalez and stuff like that, like yeah, Gronkowski, maybe Winslow, Gronkowski, for a even of time. Uh, yeah, even Turtle there for a while. But uh, no, I, I just don't think that there's we've ever seen a tight end like him. I think he'll be after he retires, will be like seen as the greatest tight end ever play until the next one. Uh, oh. And then and then Jason Jason got like a ninety two rating, which I think was Is he a little very high for it's very high for an offensive lineman. Okay, but tell me, name me name me another center that's better than him. I'll give you one currently, but all time I, I don't think I can name one. They I think they uh, we'll go into the ratings here in a minute, but I'm pretty sure Creed Humphrey, which is the Kansas City Chiefs tight end. I mean, uh center is mm-hmm. I think he got number 1. And I I'm, I'm that dude is well deserved even though he's like year well, what two. What is he but, rated? What is he I rated? He's like a 95. I don't know. Exactly. Before we get into all them though, let, you want to go into which what 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 position do we want to go into first before we get into this debate? Oh, well, let's start with offensive line. Okay, let's start, let's start there. Let's go position. Do you want to start? I know, uh, you wanna, I know you where wanna the top guard went. Yeah, sure. Okay, let's start at center. Oop. Let's see. Position. Why is it bringing up quarterback? They made this supposedly easy to do. There we go. All right. Oh, I was wrong. All right. Number one is Jason Kelsey. Wow. I thought it was Creed Humphrey over him. Yeah, so Jason Kelsey at 92, Creed Humphrey at 90, Corey Lindsay at 88, and then some guys you guys have never heard of bef- all below them. What about so B-Daz? At- is B-Daz on there? I call him badass. He's, he's uh, the center for the Cowboys. He is not... He is not in the top ten. No, no doubt. <laughs> he is. He's below. He's somewhere in the seventies or below. <laughs> I look okay. Now that I see it in my in, in front of me, ninety two for Jason. Yeah, okay. At, at least he got the respect this year. Yeah, so he he's number one. Creed Humphrey number two. I like that list. That's fine with me. Everybody else I've never really heard of, so that's kind of an unfair position. Uh, where are we going? Name, now? name them all. What, what what teams have the best centers? Top ten. Oh, okay. Let's do that then, because I don't know who these other guys are. Uh, three is the Chargers. Four is the Lions. Five is the Buccaneers. Six is New England. Seven is Miami, Bengals, Ravens, and Bears. So, and it's a big variance too from from the last person Crazy. I named all the way up to the first person. So the last person's a seventy-nine. Where Jason is a ninety-two, so like that's a huge variance between the top massive. and the bottom of a top ten. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, and in Madden I, I terms, don't, massive. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's Jason will actually, you know, hold a block and stuff between somebody else's a ninety, where that other dude there will get completely yeah. crushed by like an 80, 81 player. Your your number ten's getting smashed at that point in okay. time. Where do you want to go? Why not go to the tight end? Okay, let's look at tight end. See what we got. We already know who number I mean, one is. Travis, Travis Kelsey's Kelsey. got to be number one. Number yeah, number one, ninety nine. We all agree there. This is where I'm kind of interested. These next four, okay. Number two is George Kittle at yeah, a ninety six. Okay. Number yeah. three is Mark Andrews, bro. I think Mark Andrews is better than George Kittle, personally. No. Yes. No. He's he, bigger, bro. He he was their offense. Like he is their offense. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not like, good. George Kittle's better. I, the only reason I would I would bump and I would just switch them, but Kittle's ninety six, Andrews ninety five. The only reason I would switch them is because of durability. Kittle's always injured, but when he's on the field, yeah. he's unbelievable. That's the only reason I think I would switch him. I think both of them are awesome players. You can't really, you can't really argue. Honestly, you really can't even make the argument what I'm making right now. Okay, number four is TJ Hawkinson at a 90, and that gets me in my feelings. No, Dallas Goddard is number five. Stop it. Dallas Goddard is, to me, is better than TJ Hawkinson. I'm sorry. You can't compare the two. Hawkinson is is injured most of the time, and then look at their numbers. It's not even the same. It's not even the same. Now, I'm not saying Hawkinson isn't good. I'm just saying that I think Goddard is is number four. Okay, Goddard's an 89 though. It's not that bad. I can't really complain that much. But I would switch. I would switch Hawkinson and Goddard. I think Goddard should be a 90, and I think Hawkinson should be 88, 89. Uh, here here's another interesting one. Number six is Kyle Pitts. Okay. Wow. Bro, he I get him every year in fantasy football and he's trash. He's tra- <laughs> he's single-handedly lost me games before because he just refuses to be awesome. And I, every year he's a fringe player that I'm like Yeah, I, I think he's a good idea player. He's great. He's yeah, what? he's a good idea player. It's a it's a oh, and that that dude's going to be good. And they right. just don't use and him. You think, and then, yeah, and then you're like, every year you have every every game you have to start him because of his name. He's Kyle Pitts. You know what I mean? He could go for 20 points. Yet he has never gone for 20 points. And he might, he might, but he's never, he's never, I've never seen it. You know what I mean? Good God. Anyways, uh, the next one's Darren Waller. I like Darren Waller there. Uh, Pat Fairmove from the Steelers, David Njoku, Evan Ingram. Don't have any complaints there. I think the rest of that's fine. I think Evan I Ingram should be higher. He got injured, though. You know what I mean? Like, he was off injured. I think last year he had a good year. And I know that these these ratings are based off of what everyone did last year. So, uh, I would say I, I would say he's going to take a bigger jump this year. And I know they, they paid him this year. So, <sighs> he just got another contract. Um, All right. Let's head to, you want to hit, uh, let's hit some running backs, huh? Let's hit some running yeah. backs. A lot, of, a lot of controversy with the running backs lately. <laughs> they like want to get paid, and they're not getting paid. This is an interesting list. All right. Number one, Nick Chubb, 97. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I was going to say, I, I yeah. would figure everyone at the number two, everyone would say it should be number one. We, number two is be Christian McCaffrey. The Browns have, according to Madden, the best offensive line. So far, bro. I guarantee you, like, they have the best line. Nick Chubb they have should be up there. He should, he be, should up there. be up there. And then you got Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Like, I wonder what the the overall team rating for for the Browns is going to be. It's got to be in the nineties, maybe in the nineties. Maybe in the nineties at this yeah, point maybe. in time. 
<laughs> the flip that they've done. Okay, anyways. Nick You're Chubb, loose. no one disagrees You're there. I, I, yeah, exactly. It's the most brown thing. Anyways, Nick <laughs> Chubb, I like Nick Chubb. I think he should probably be at 98, 99. I think he's awesome. Madden rate him at 97. A little, eh, little blessed. Uh, number two is Christian McCaffrey, which we all saw there. I hate playing with Christian McCaffrey and Madden, though. He gets ran over. He has great, like shifty move like you know juking and stuff mechanics but he just every you're going to get tackled with him no matter what there's zero break yep. tackle with the guy and it sucks uh and i think that's not fair i think the dude the dude deserves better than that but uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna complain too much about his positioning there i think the injuries kind of bumps him down a little bit but number three is josh jacobs uh, this was based terrible. off of last year Re- remember this is terrible. remember this is last year he was the man okay he was he was awesome last year he had a ton of yards. He had a lot of yards from scrimmage, and he had a lot of lot of touchdowns. But overall, yeah, he's no, terrible. He's not. He's a good running back. Look at his numbers from last year, bro. Like it, they weren't bad. I I see where they're coming from, but I wouldn't have put him. I wouldn't have put him this high. There's no way top three. Because the next person is a grown man, and his name is Derrick Henry, and he's yeah, that's the, what I he's he uh, Derrick Henry to me it might be number two over Christian McCaffrey because good God, the man th- the man threw two touchdowns last year. I'm the whole <laughs> one you can't see. He threw two touchdowns last year. He ran everybody over constantly. When he runs, yeah. he when he breaks away, he's awkwardly running away from everybody. You have I have never seen a man that big run that fast. It's the most yeah, he, awkward. He's unbelievable. Guy. Yeah. But I have him in my fantasy leagues every year, and I freaking love him. Love him. I'm a, yeah. I'm a keep, I have a keeper league with, with him in there. I'm keeping him again. I might keep him over Jalen Hurts. I ain't going to lie to you. I have him and Jalen Hurts, and I'm, I'm figuring out who I want to keep between the two. It's probably going to be him. Uh, the next one is Shaquan Barkley at number... What is that? One, two, three, four, four five. five. You think that? Five. Yeah, number five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he had a good year. Austin Eckler is next, then Jonathan Taylor. So Aaron I would Jones. actually put Austin Eckler in the top three. Okay. No. <laughs> Look, I know he had a good la- year last year, but I don't think Austin Eckler's that. He's crazy. had a good. He's had a good and amazing past three or four seasons. Okay. I mean, okay. He's, un- he's unbelievable. Okay. I, I, there are people who believe the same thing that you do. Clearly, Madden thinks he's a top ten. So okay. Um. I just don't. I, every time I watch the guy, he doesn't like wow me. But I do understand he's probably the best receiving back there there is in the league right now. I do give him roses for that. So I don't think he has power. I know he has speed. And I know he's great at from from. He pretty much is like a freaking uh, what you call it, like a, a number three receiver for them. He he literally just goes mm-hmm. out, catches passes, and is awesome that way. So that that's great. If you're in a PPR league, that's that's what you want. Uh, number the next one. I don't even know where I am here. Is uh, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, he kind of had yeah. a bad year last year, but a bad, like, he, a bad year. That's it. Yeah, bad I think team. so. He has an awesome line. Bad year, but I also think it was because of Carson Wentz, and or was Carson Wentz there last year? No, it was uh, it was uh, Matt Ryan, which is just as bad. So, like, I I completely get. There's no quarterback <laughs> play there, so I get it. Uh, uh, Aaron Jones, Tony Pollard, Joe Mixon is the next the next song. Uh, Tony so Pollard. Aaron Jones is the one I have a problem with. I don't. You don't him. like Aaron Jones? You know, okay. you don't like. Eckler, I'm like Aaron Jones. I'm like, really? That guy? They're the same thing. They, yeah, mm. it's it's weird. I think Joe Mixon's better than both Aaron Jones and Tony Pollard. Yes. to be honest with you, but he's not yes. consistent. He's not a week to week consistent guy. One week he's going to get you six points. The next week he can go for three touchdowns. It's it's really strange with him. I have no idea. Every time I draft him, I don't know when to start him. 
I have to look at opposing defenses, and then he still confuses me. Uh, I don't overall, know how this isn't bad. Up there. Don't I have no idea. How is he an eighty-eight? No. Bro, I don't he, know. He when he actually ran the ball, he was great. Look, I, I'm and I, and I love him, but he hasn't okay. been the is lead man than, yet. Is he better than Alvin Kamara though. Mm, Kamara had a terrible year last year. He did, but I'm just saying, is he better than Alvin? I wouldn't say he is. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say he is. Not yet. Is he better than Travis Etienne when he was healthy? No way. No, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And Etienne's like down six from there. What about Damian Pierce? Like, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I think, I think their list could, uh, the running back list you know, could definitely use. To be fair, it does change. I mean, as the year goes on. It does change. And they do update it. I get you. All right, let's do. Uh, let's just do a few more. I don't want to cover everybody here. Go along with it. Uh, let's do wide receivers and then quarterbacks, and we'll wrap that. Wide receivers. All right. If you had to do it, what are your top three? Before I say Madden's. <laughs> I look. I already know the list. Oh no. <laughs> no. Okay. So well, number one is Justin thought. Jefferson, ninety-nine. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I hate I hate the Philadelphia Eagles for not drafting him. It still brings me trauma. Um number two is Tyree Kill at ninety eight. Uh, okay. No. Yeah, that one that, that one's a little rough for me. He I think he's top ten. Yeah. I think he's top ten. But once his speed is gone, I think you said this last year, once his speed is gone, who is he? We'll see. Absolutely nothing. Uh number three is Devontae Adams. I don't like he wasn't no. when when Devonte Adams was at Green Bay, he was that guy, and we all knew it. And there was nothing we could do about it. But for some reason, last year he just wasn't. He he still had some awesome plays and some awesome catches, but he just wasn't. But him at three, number four is Cooper Cup, and I don't even know if he played last year. Did he not play last year? Like, didn't he get injured? He like the second game, did he, he? Did get injured? Yeah, he played a little. Okay, well, some. I love Cooper Cup. I think he's awesome. He for he reminds me of Jason Witten, bro. He's so slow, but for some reason he's always open and he always is just scoring touchdowns. I don't get it. Yeah, uh, he's good. Yeah, I think he I think he should be top ten, but lower top ten. Uh, next is uh, Stephon Diggs. How is he above Jamar Chase? I don't know, but he's above Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase is top three. I think where Devontae Adams is, Jamar Chase should be. Just me personally. Another one um, I think should be higher than that, but keep going. Uh, then we have Def- or no DeAndre Hopkins. Terrible. I, I, I love the guy. What? Don't get me wrong, but he's not. Stop it. Like Stop it. He's a heck of a route runner. Has no speed at all. Lost all that. Um, yep. Then we have Terry McLaurin. I love Terry McLaurin. I think he's a heck of a receiver. I think he's probably top 10, top 15, lower in there. But if he had a better quarterback, he would be better. Maybe. Yeah, I think it'd be better. Next is AJ Brown and then Amari Cooper. How, Amari how is AJ Brown? How is Cooper shouldn't be on the list? And how is AJ Brown so low? He's a 91, which is mad disrespectful, but like it's, why did they rate him so low? I don't bro, That's they hate terrible. Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. How why? is CD Lamb not here? Like, how is CD Lamb below Amari Cooper? I don't know. I don't think he should that be on the list, but I don't, the I don't. next one. The next one below Amari Cooper at 11 is CeeDee Lamb. That's ridiculous. Mike Evans, 12. Debo Samuels, 13. What are we yeah. doing? All guys that, that, should be yeah. that should be up there. What are we doing? A terrible list. Yeah. I'm not saying they're wrong. I just don't agree with them. I That's... want you to know that Devon, I know you don't like Devontae Smith, but he did break the top 20. He's number 20. Uh, <laughs> he's awesome. 
Okay. He's awesome. Hey, mm-hmm. he, he he made he made number one hundred out of the Mad or the NFL one hundred top one hundred players. How many starters are there in the NFL? All oh. of them. Yeah. Then no, I don't. I have no idea. It's not hard I to mean, make the top hundred if you're a starter. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, there's, there's 22, 22, there's 22. 22, 22 times 32. I mean, it's still pretty good. That's still okay, pretty but good. It, let's remove most of the offensive linemen off that list, right? Let's remove <laughs> most of the tight ends off that list. Here we go, so Jerry thinking, bro. This is the Come most cowardly thing you can do. It's Why not, do you hate him for? Why do you it's hate him? He's not him. terrible. He, he had was, like 1,200 yards last year. He was, he was great. He ran like two. AJ he Brown. did like... Yeah, AJ Brown's gonna let you get open, bro. Are you serious? He's AJ Brown. He okay. had he had 900 yards by himself the year before with nobody else behind him, and they like only had to cover him. The league and drops. It was terrible, bro. Look, I don't know why you hate the man, but he's like that. Okay, he he was like the number. He was like the. I think he won the Heisman in college. Have you what? What was the last receiver so that you heard? Nemo. So did uh, tons of people that what, are like, terrible. Who in was the, the last wide receiver who won it in college, bro? Who won the Heisman? You can't name one. It's always quarterbacks. It's always running backs, bro. Everybody knows this, but he was a wide receiver who did it. Yeah, look, you like it's okay. It's all right. Boo, you can, terrible. You can get me a character, bro. Not today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's terrible, man. <laughs> I don't get it. I know you hate like, and the thing is, I know you're you're speaking genuine. Like, I don't think that you you don't like the guy because he's on the Eagles. I think you genuinely just don't like the guy. But I I understand. I think but. he I think he's a good number two. I think he's like a CD Lamb. A good number two. I think CD Lamb proved this year that he could be a good number one. I think no. he was good. Uh, but I think CD Lamb is going to make more progress this year now that Brandon Cooks is there. Let's put it like that. There we go. With a dude who can actually, yeah. And Brandon Cooks might be better than him. I don't know. I've always loved Brandon Cooks, and I have no idea why he always, every year it's like he's traded to a new team and nobody wants him. And I don't understand. Ever since he was on, on what was it, uh, New Orleans, he was awesome. I have yeah. no idea why people, yeah, uh, anyways. They, everyone loves to hate that guy, and I don't understand why. I wish, I wish the Eagles would have picked him up. That was a great pickup by the Cowboys. All right. Let's go to uh, quarterbacks, and then we'll, we'll move on. Uh, we know who number one is. It's going to be uh, Patrick Mahomes, 99, no question. The man, honestly, yeah. they should do Patrick Mahomes, number one, and then Patrick Mahomes with a broken leg, number two, at like a 97. <laughs> Just like make them two different categories. Like there's healthy yeah. Patrick Mahomes and then injured Patrick Mahomes because we still lost the Patrick Mahomes with a bum leg. So don't know how that works. Anyways, uh, number two is Joe Burrow. Number three is Josh Allen. I, I don't mind those two there. I, I do ah, I do think that they're both. I like Josh I Allen, but he's too high. Okay, well, number four compare is his, off then. Compare but, his numbers to Dak. He did, uh, compare I would take Josh Allen over Dak every day. I ain't going to lie to you. But I hate Josh Allen's attitude. I think he's a big whiner. He reminds me of like Tony Stewart, if you know who that was. And he has no beard game, and, and he's on the shaving commercials, and I'm always like, really? Why do you have peach fuzz on there, bro? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like he has like peach fuzz that the camera can't even pick up. Oh um, I would have put uh, Herbert above him. I'd have put, and a lot of people. Do you do you remember when uh, Troy Polamalu did the the hair commercials with the uh, Polamolecules? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it was good. I don't know why that just reminded me of that, but that was so funny. Uh, okay, so the top that look, I, I like Mahomes there. I think Joe Burrow it could be number two. That's fine. Josh Allen number three is debatable there. I don't. I think he's top five, but maybe too high at three. Number four though is just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Lamar Jackson at number four off of <laughs> last year's work. He literally like went and sprained an ankle and then said, I'm done. You're not paying me. And then left. How, how do you come up with this Madden? Because the person underneath him absolutely deserves to be in the top five. Jalen hurts. I'm sorry. Off of last yeah. year's body of work. He needs to be top five. How is Lamar off. Jackson better than look when Lamar Jackson's healthy and he's running the ball. He's the best he's runner. Scary. I think he might be. Yeah. I think he might be better than the running backs. I don't know. Like top. He might be a top five running back. You know what I mean? Like if you just transferred him to a running back, it's he's like, uh, but he can throw too. It's different than oh, what Justin Fields. But it's so where... awkward. He, he'll throw like a 90 yard bomb, but just like flicking his wrist. It's the weirdest yeah. thing I've ever seen. He reminds you of like when Cam Newton used to do it, like back in prime cam in 2016, yeah. Cam would just barely move his arm and the ball would just like 90 yards. You're like, what in the world? Uh, look, Lamar Jackson, top 10, but ba- no. like, he didn't play last year. No, yeah, but based off of his year. Yeah, no, I, I think that I think the rating a 91 is fine because I think he is a 91 quarterback, but he can't be top 10. Like you have to move everybody else up. You know what I mean? Okay, <laughs> so that that's that's the top five. Number six is Dak Prescott at 87. I'm 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 I don't th- I, I I think he's number 10. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't think he's better than Justin Herbert, who's he's above. I don't think he's better than Aaron Rodgers, who he's above, the next person. I do think he's better than Kirk Cousins, and I do think he's better than Tua. Those are the, those are the round out of the bottom there. So I, th- I would put him at like eight, but I, I don't think he's better than Justin, and I don't think he's better than Aaron. That's just me. He's as good, or almost as good, as Josh Allen. I think that Aaron Rodgers I, is hard to argue. He probably should be higher. I think Aaron should be higher. Yeah. I don't think Dak has the consistent accuracy, but Dak has the consistent numbers. And you can't use that argument if you don't do it on Josh Allen, too. No doubt. But, but, but also, you know, no, I mean, I guess I'm thinking about like the body comparisons and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're right as far, but do you think that Dak is currently, do you think that Dak is better than, than Jalen Hurts? No. No, I don't think so either. And yeah, obviously, and we don't. Jalen Hurts, he's not better than. Should sit in that number three spot. You got to rate him at that number three spot. You have to. After he what was he did, accurate, he, he, he outplayed Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he had better yeah. numbers than him. What are you doing? Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, uh, that 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 list kind of uh, like when I saw that because they came out with that on a Friday. They they made that the last one to come out with. I was like, bro, this is a joke. Like, <laughs> who are they watching? What well, they have to come out with these. And then, like the with like within when the game comes out, they just like fix everything, right? Like they just they do this like so everyone's talking about like doing what we're doing right now, talking about Madden, right? Yeah. That's what they're doing this for. Okay, that's what it has to be because this is this is crazy. Um, all right, so we're gonna keep on moving on with uh, pack news. Before we do that, I saw something that I wanted to see. Uh, what you thought about? There's this thing. You, you know what a Keurig is? Yeah, Katie. Yes. Okay, Katie Keurig. Yeah. I, yeah, Katie Keurig, Keurig. That do you know? <laughs> Somebody like the coffee machine, the the Keurig yes, and the Nespresso. I have one. Okay. Yeah. So there's this thing that is called the Bartesian, and it's 
it it literally is the same kind of concept. You put these pods in there, and it makes you drinks like alcoholic beverages. It's like it, oh. It's, it, I thought you would be interested. I'll have to send you a picture of it, man. I'll, I'll see if I can post a picture down here of it here pretty soon. It looks just like a Keurig, and it has pods and everything. You literally tell it how strong you want the drink, how weak you want the drink, how you want it to taste kind of a deal. And so, you, like, if you want, like, a whiskey sour, you put in the pod for a whiskey sour, and it just makes it for you. Tell how big or small you want it, and then, boom, it's there. Now, I've never tried it before. And I've, it's super what? easy to make a drink, though. Like, it's... Yeah, bro, but come on. You know me and you <laughs> love something like this. I don't have to actually mix and do everything and lay everything out. Like, I just get to put a pot in and press a button, bro. That's that's fantastic. That was a good one. I ain't gonna lie. Why didn't we think Isn't about they... this first? I don't know. Look, right? I don't even want to hear it. You're 95% of the time it's... that we're gaming or doing anything, it's little mama, give me a drink. Hey, tell your mom to give me a drink. Like, <laughs> I, you wouldn't need this if you, I wouldn't need it either if I had a, a bartender constantly making me a drink too. So I get it. But the Bartesian's a pretty good is there idea. Alcohol like, in the pod? Yes. Yeah. And you get to tell it how weak or strong you want it to do it. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. Like, I think that we need to, if if we do get one, like, I would need to find our drink, right? Because it can't make everything good, right? Like, if it's going to make you a margarita, like, I want to taste what the margarita's like. Because you can tell the difference between an actual, like, uh, an actual fresh made margarita versus one of the, you know, like the ones like in the, in the, like the icy margaritas, like I hate those ones. Oh, like the mix is different. Like yeah. the pre-mix and stuff. Like I don't want yeah. that. So does it does it taste like a pre-mix or does it taste like you know like a homemade kind of a drink? Because that's a, that's a whole different. If it's a homemade kind of a drink, bro, sign me up. Yeah, I'm 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 all in. Are you serious? I just gotta walk over. Like it takes every, yeah all the worry out of it. Yeah, I can't make a bad drink anymore. Yeah, I'm in. I'm just I'm just saying I'm Martina. I'm too old. It's it's killing me. Like I'm the first thought that comes to my mind is. Once, if I have that here and my kids get a little bit older, I'm going to lock it up. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that would be really easy access for your kids to get to, to some drinks. Because right now, I mean, Carson, Carson can't even, I mean, he can reach his hands on top of the, on the top of the counter, but there's no way. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah I guess that would be a bad thing. Well, I, then maybe you would just, you wouldn't need to lock the thing up. You would just need to lock the pods up, right? Just like keep the pods. Yeah, pods I guess you could like do the same thing as you do your liquor, I guess. Different. Yeah, so that that part there, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, and then I had one more thing for you here. You were messing with this the other day, and I just wrote this down on my my notes. Um, you were messing with uh, AI, the AI thing. Yeah. Um, how did that go? Because I have questions, bro. <laughs> this whole AI thing is is freaking me out. So apparently, uh, just us having this conversation right here, they can just AI can just use our voices right now and just like. And make or make our make it make a brand new podcast using the words that we've said here, and it would sound just like <laughs> us, and, so, and yeah. use our face and everything, bro. Like I, I'm completely blown away by all this. The, the reason I know this is because there's this account on TikTok, which I don't know if you watch TikTok or not, but it's this account on TikTok, and it has like three or four of the 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 U.S. presidents all talking to each other, and they're all talking mad trash to each other. It's hilarious. <laughs> they're all playing Call of Duty when they're doing it. And I don't know if that's AI or voice acting, but I'm assuming it's AI. But I'm I'm pretty sure that's what it is. They're, they're using like AI to like to do their little voice stuff. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. But the voices are unbelievable. And some yeah, of the robo stuff, the robo calls too. I don't know if you've heard about this one. Sorry, I know I interrupted you, but uh, I guess you can get calls. So like your daughter calling you, it'd be like your daughter calling you saying that she got captured, and it sounds just like her. So like that's yeah, the that's other side good. of AI that I've I've seen going around too. And I'm like, bro. I would like how as a parent would you react to that? That's the craziest thing. And of course yeah, they're you, getting a bunch of old people, you know what I mean? 
you're going to call the cops. I mean, that's, it, it's, it's a whole different world. And you're looking at like a messed around with AI to make up a, a, a dad pack podcast, um, website. They yeah. designed it, has no idea who we are, has no idea, nothing. Just told it a couple of things and it designed something and then you tell it more and it'll fill in the blanks for you to fill in those things. And, and, and it, it's, it's crazy. And That's then nuts. you can have a conversation with it, which is even crazier. So you can, you can just kind of convince it to talk about things or, or, or rephrase your question to get it to tell you what you want it to say or what you want it to do. Like you can manipulate it. And so it's That's- very creepy and and you can but i want like if you want to cheat on a test you could you could essentially be like or 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 you could essentially just be like look i need it i need this paper written and then when it writes it be like okay but now i need it to be like here's a few of my papers stop it so ryan right now is in school for college (laughs) you were taking like a biology class the other day are you using ai (laughs) No, tell me the Come on, bro. If I had to write a term paper me, and it had to be over like question. the, I know it all, baby. I got but, a, do baby. you? I'll say good. Good for you. Yeah, no, no, hey, that's bro. not why you go to school, man. You don't go to school too, too old for that. I know, oh, I'm, I'm a nerdy old dude. I'm learning. I get that, but also, I, I when when you're in your basics, I am not trying to write a 12 page report on U.S. history. I'm not doing that, okay? I already went to U.S. history class. I did that already. I don't want to go to college and have to write a 12-page term report. I would much rather just go to chat GBT and say, write me a 12-page term report on Texas history and call that that, okay? The legwork is what I'm talking about. The learning is different, obviously, but I don't want to do that. What's the point? What, what's the point What's the point of that? Just be, I can do what I'm told? That's what that is? Okay, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you still you. have to have like human interaction in life. In, in for, for sure, yeah. And when that comes in, like it's a good idea to know what the hell you're talking about, and and, I, and I'm to, saying the knowledge is there, but I don't want to have to write a 12 page term report for it. Like I'm nobody wants not. to write that shit. The teacher doesn't want to grade it. I mean, I'm sure they've <laughs> got, I'm sure they've got shit to, do, to to grade that stuff too. Nobody wants to grade it. Oh, dude, no, they do. My, nobody wants to read my like, 12 page paper. <laughs> they got like uh, the teacher assistants, and the teacher assistants does everything, and the and the, and the instructors just just show yeah, the up. Intern. Yeah. yeah, come on, bro. That's got to be the worst, the worst job. I don't want to yeah. grade a bunch of uh, papers. Grade these papers. Anyways, I I think AI is just growing at this uh, this rate, and like, how far are we away from Terminator? Like that's what I want to know. Like yeah, I know that we far. have like a do, a doomsday clock that like does all like about where we are with like war status and stuff, and we that. But like we need a whole different kind of clock and like system to monitor where Jeep like where where AI is because that that is ridiculous. It's gonna be a problem. They actually have just now, well, as a recent, found a way to mimic people. Like you were talking about, hey, something your daughter could call or whatever. But they're what they're doing is like. Uh, historical folks so like george washington or whoever and so it takes all of their historical stuff and it essentially is mimicking what he would have might most likely how he would have talked or what he would have said back insane bro uh, imagine this i don't know why i just had this thought but imagine if you were able to if i who's your who's your who's your coach for uh the, the cowboys what's his name who cares? The Cowboys head coach. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, look. What What if you were able to use? What if you were? A, you know, what if you were able to come up with a way to? Just hold on. Just so everybody knows, it's Mike McCarthy. That I do know who it is. 
I'm just messing with Joey. <laughs> I was about just to say, okay, I was going to use Nick Sirianni next, but okay. Say, say you're able to copy Mike McCarthy's voice, and somehow you're in the stadium, and you can sit, you can interrupt the signal to the 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 the, the headphones and the Cowboys like in Dak. I'd be calling slants, bro. Oh, right? <laughs> like <laughs> slants. Slants. I would be sending messages. Levels. Madden levels, levels baby. Yeah. Levels. <laughs> They would be oh, so good. He's in, he's in man motion, motion, motion. motion. <laughs> bro, you know what's coming, right? Like it's somebody's gonna somebody's gonna figure it out. Somebody's gonna, gonna copy be, the voice. It's gonna be oh awesome because what they want to do with it. I know somebody talking about that. What they want to do with it is to be able to talk with your loved ones who have died. So if you want to oh, talk to your crazy. dad after he passed away, like you can kind of give it the information it needs to. You can kind of talk through situations or whatever, and yeah, it's fake. It's 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 a mimic of, of what it is, but it could give some sense of comfort, maybe. Comfort to it. I saw this one, and I think it's just an app, but it, like you download a picture on there of like you know a loved one that passed away. We'll you know use the same example of a dad, and then like the picture comes to life, and the person in the picture starts looking around, and so you get yeah. to like see them like actually looking around, and it looks like they're alive again. Which that is a trippy thing to look at, but also could be an emotional thing too. So pretty cool. Yeah. I I think AI is is man. I think. I think that's going to be the human downfall, if I'm going to be honest. I know the government said, like, yesterday, like, we just had this big meeting. They had this big meeting saying, like, aliens are real, and we had, like, we have alien bodies, and we've known this. <laughs> like, they had this whole thing, bro. And, like, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares right now. It's not even, it's not even on, like, the news, bro. Like, we're all yeah. like, hey, like, we're just trying to afford rent at this point, so maybe yeah. they would be doing us a favor at this point. Like, we, like, yeah. okay. Please can invade. They, can, will they, Please will they invade. help me pay Yes, please. At this point, this might help us not have to pay rent. Like, come yes. on, we're all just trying to make it at this point. Nobody cares. Whatever what do you think. I'm. I, I work in a cubicle, bro. You would think that that would be like huge news, and nobody cares. Nobody. No. I, I've literally called my parents about it, and they're like, "Huh?" Yeah, I told mm -hmm. my wife, and she's like, "Like ET? Like is that what you're talking about?" I'm like, "No, yes. no, it's yes, the weirdest aliens. thing." Which I, bro, okay, but let me let me and, and one of the people like at the at the hearing said this. I don't necessarily know if it's true because you're telling me that this alien species had the the technology to go uh, millions of light years away. They found us, but then they crash landed on us. Like they have that much technology to get to us, but then they just crash landed here. I, I just think that's a little suspect. They might have a point there. I don't know. Maybe they weren't expecting resistance. I don't know if we shot them down. I don't know. But I just think that's a little a little weird. That that's a pretty good point. You know what I mean? I don't know. But so let me get this right. Do, do I think they exist? Make mistakes? They can't make mistakes. I'm not mistake. saying that, bro. But they're that they're that far ahead in technology that, that they know how to get to us because we don't have enough speed or fuel to go anywhere at this point. Not even out of our own solar system, right? And so they have that much technology to get to us, and they crash landed here. It just doesn't make it like there's a couple holes in this. But do I think that they exist? Absolutely. There's too much going on out there. You know what I mean? We've only explored like one percent of the entire space. It's it's crazy. But I do think this thing is funny that the government is literally telling us that there's aliens and nobody cares. Like they're just like, okay, they don't believe them. Yeah, All of a sudden, like, okay. now they they could have gotten rid of the conspiracy theory a long time ago by just saying yes, there's aliens. Everybody had been like, no, there's not. Yeah, why? <laughs> no, there's not. Yeah. You idiots, why are you lying now? Let me let me let me walk on. Let me. What is the what is the secret place out there in the in the middle of the desert? What is that called? 
You know what I'm talking about? 51? The secret. The area, let me let me walk out on Area 51. Let somebody walk out there and let me see it first. You you let us do that, then I'll believe you. I'll believe you then. You know what there's I mean? Too, there's too many sightings, dude. I believe you. As a matter of fact, the other day I saw something in the sky, and this is just me. It was a weird. It might have been an airplane. I have no idea, but it was a plane going by, and it had like this big projector looking out in front of it as it's going. It might have just been like the the light hitting the clouds clouds for sure but i've never seen it before i was like well that's kind of crazy and then it showed up on a feed the like the next day the same thing it was like a texas guy i was like oh wow somebody else thought the same thing that i i was literally just taking out the trash and i was like oh, that's weird but you know it's just stuff like that that gets people going you know what i mean like the, i didn't think automatically that's an alien i thought that's probably just an airplane <laughs> with its with, the, with those lights bouncing off of the the the, the the you know the clouds and stuff was there clouds up there i, I couldn't see any but you know I have no idea. I, I'm not up there. I have no idea what they're. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's the craziest thing, but that, that, that's funny to me. Where we are as a as a people, we just don't care. Okay, we don't Whatever. believe Godzilla, bro. Godzilla could show up tomorrow and take down like New York, and then literally the next day we would just be business as usual at this point. Like, okay, we might not whatever. be on that, but if the government came out, and I don't said know, bro. That Godzilla came in and and did some stuff. Ah, okay, there you go. We all, we all be, be like, like no way. Uh, nope. Yeah, whatever. Show us. Yeah, nope. we found Godzilla. Okay, yeah. It's <laughs> sure. like every year watching Shark Week. They're like the megalodon exists, but you never see the freaking megalodon. Like I love yeah, watching Shark Week, <laughs> but stop telling me about megalodon. Can we just look at the the charts that do exist? It's gone. The yeah. meg is gone. I like the movies though. The meg movies with the. Oh, there's a new one name? coming out. Yeah. Yeah, there's another one coming. Out. I think they're freaking awesome. Anyways, all right, moving on. We're gonna hit our uh, our dad vice of the week. Uh, so, have you ever heard of um, the sandwich method before? Yeah. Now this has to do with um, you have. When you're Listen? talking about talking to people about it, you're gonna make it. You want to sandwich your like you're gonna make do give them some good information first. You're gonna give them the bad information, then you're gonna follow it up with some good information. You're gonna yeah, sandwich it. Really is. Yeah, so this is the same thing with parenting. It's it's a it's a compliment. So if it was if it was like bread, patty, bread, it would be compliment, correction, compliment, and that's kind of how you want to go into the situation. So the the base idea that I was reading and trying to understand was most people, the most parents have a, a visceral or a, a bad reaction when your kid comes to you and says, "Hey, you know, I I threw a, b- a baseball at the TV and, and broke the TV." Obviously, your first reaction is going to be it was a, probably it was actually pretty, a car in my know, house. It was a it was a car. Okay. See, so, so like, yeah, you're gonna mostly you're gonna have a reaction to it, and you know yeah. you're not gonna lead off with a compliment, <laughs> a correction, a compliment. So obviously this comes with well, a that grain was of salt. Throwing form, however, you messed my TV <laughs> yeah. up. Like, no, not happening. Yeah. So obviously this comes with a grain of salt, but I think that the the context of it, I kind of wrote the context down of it, um, of what what the they were trying to convey, um, but it was more like, uh, hey, dad, you know, I I. I messed this up and you know, I, I got a bad grade. You know what I mean? Uh, and him coming to you, the, the child feeling comfortable enough to come to you about it. So that's, that's stage one, right? The, the child comes to you, they're comfortable enough to talk to you about whatever happened. And then, so you're going to lead off by saying, Hey, uh, according to this, Hey, appreciate you manning up. Appreciate you being honest. You know, it takes, uh, takes a little bit of backbone to own up to whatever you did. Right. And, and come to me about it. So that's your, find that's out your anyway, but okay. Right, I'm. I yeah, but you know, you know that as a parent now, but as a kid, you don't. You don't think that. You think you get yeah, away with it, bro. Yeah. Um. And so the next part is your correction because you just did your first compliment. So the correction you're gonna say, 
you know, how are we going to fix the problem? You know, what's our solution? And obviously you're going to have to come up with that. So if it's a bad grade, you know what I mean? Hey, I know you got A's and all these other classes. You got one C here. What can we do to fix that? You know, you don't, if you have to go to down the road of like, let's take away Xbox, let's take away this or that. Like that's, that's one thing, but you want to do your best to kind of find an, a, a formal resolution without like being too hard apparently on this. I think that has to do with your child. You know what I mean? If your child is obviously gaming all day and not doing their homework and their grades are falling, that sounds in the deal with, you know what I mean? That's, that's but something I don't think that this applies to that. So I'm just trying to give body to this, this whole thing. So after you come up with your, your correction, so to speak, you want to end it with, uh, as they're walking away or whatever, I'm trying to draw a picture for you here. And you want to say, you know, um, Hey, I'm, I'm proud of you for, for, for bringing that up to me. You know, it, it's a it's a mark of a leader to be able to uh, to say that you're wrong or you did something wrong. You know what I mean? It's 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 a positive thing, and you kind of want to end it on a positive note. So, I thought it was interesting. I think that uh, I think the sandwich method in theory works, and I think you can obviously apply it to more like where you're at, Ryan. You're in a leadership role at work, so I think you could probably apply it there. But it also depends on the context of the yeah. situation. So I, I think you, that the, the base idea of this is good. Compliment, correction, compliment, and that's how you want most of your interactions to go. But I think that you know it's there's gonna you're gonna have to figure it out with the context. You know what I mean? There's no way if your kid just punched somebody in the, the face at school, you're gonna come in with a compliment. Good job, son. That was a heck of a right hook. You know, like what are you doing? So like, can we can we go away from the sandwich method and call it a pepperoni pizza method? Like it, it's problem with anything is that you need balance what are they trying to give is balance and if you give negative uh, uh, feedback to anybody it it weighs on them much more than giving good feedback that's just general sure. general research says that and i think if you look at yourself you'll realize that you focused on the negative stuff than you more than you did somebody saying hey good job you know that's that's i think is 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 the point here so you but really, why do you why do you do it that way? Then because they're trying to show you balance. So your your balance is that actually needs to be more good things said to your kid than bad things to your kid, and your kids need to feel safe or not scared of you to come and tell you um, what's what's going on, what's wrong. That's fine, but like it's so more complex than that. And if every time you do the same thing in this weird sandwich thing, it's unnatural. <laughs> it's weird. And it, it doesn't yeah. make sense. They're gonna find a way to manipulate that too. You know what I mean? Like your kids, if you do it too yeah. much, they're gonna find a way. They know, like kids are smart, and they're a lot smarter than we give them credit for. You know what I mean? And they're they're gonna catch on to that. You know, third or fourth time you start doing it. So if you I, have a I, pepperoni pizza, theory, Joey, like, do you do you do you like the pepperoni pizza that's got a random pepperoni just thrown on there, or does it look butter when you've got some balanced pepperoni on there? But there's no telling when they threw that pepperoni on there. There's no telling how they, they made that pizza. It just, you want a nice balanced piece of pizza. So if, sure. if you have to get onto your kid, you should be following through. You shouldn't just leave it at that. Go talk to your kid. Go talk yeah. to him. Sit him down. Hey, listen, you know, this is not the end of the world. This is not, uh, I won't always be mad at you. Um, the, the part of the reason I'm mad is of, 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 of the potential that I see in you or, or, or how good you can be. And, and, you know, we need to refocus here and yeah. that that's, I think that the balance is, is probably what the sandwich method is trying to teach, but to, to make it so unnatural, it's weird. 
everybody, what happens at work, I'll tell you exactly robot. what happens at work with a sandwich. You, you, the second you lead with a, com, uh, 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 a compliment, they're, they're bracing for the, 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 the meat. They're bracing we for this, the meat of the yeah, sandwich. Right. They know, what did that's I do the wrong? Only thing that they only, then that's the only thing they hear too. Yeah. And I mean, it, despite your efforts of actually trying to give them a compliment with it, that's the only thing they hear. And that's, dude, that's natural, natural human behavior. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's what they're going to do. That's what I would do. You know what I mean? If if yeah, my wife had a complaint go. about me and had and four compliments, I'm only worried about the complaint. That way I can take care of it because how do I get that complaint up there with the compliments? You know what I mean? That's the right. one I want to focus on. So I, I agree with you. I think there needs to be a balance. I think that there needs to be a little heat on the pizza. You know what I mean? It needs, needs to you need to get your point across. But at the same time, do it in a, in a obviously, you know, the best that's loving the grease, manner baby. that you can. That's that grease. Yeah, that absolutely. That's that grease. Go yeah. with it. Yeah. No, I, I I agree with you. My the important part that I try to that I'm trying to the to do with Carson is the emotional development that goes with it, right? And so whenever I get on to him about what I'm doing, there's the initial you know reaction that he's gonna have. You know what I mean? He knows he does wrong. He's gonna be looking everywhere else. He doesn't want to. You know what I mean? He he's you can I can tell by his just his his body language that he feels sad, and he's communicating a lot more now. He's telling me that hey, yeah, I feel sad, and I'll and I'll you know me my wife will ask him. How, how does this make you feel? How does this conversation make you feel? So he can tell me how he's feeling about stuff too. But the important part that I'm trying to do at, with a three-year-old at this point, and this is just me and my limited dad knowledge, is I'm trying to, at the end of it, um, make sure that it doesn't go past this conversation and that he knows that, right? So like, just because I had to yell at you or get on to you or whatever I did um, for this 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 conflict or whatever, I need you to know that doesn't change how much I love you, and that doesn't change how I feel about you. That you can like if you go and hurt yourself, you still can come to daddy after. Like it's it's over from here. You know what I mean? Like there is no dragging this on. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think about how you did this and this made me mad from here, and I'm gonna be mad the rest of the day about it. You know what I mean? Like I want there to be a resolution, and him to know that there's a resolution at the, at the back end of it. And this is just part of my emotional development as a dad, because like there are times when I definitely did not do that. And I definitely, you know what I mean? Like, I think that he still felt like I was mad at him after the time had passed. You know what I mean? After he'd already served his time in timeout or whatever it was, <laughs> you know, I want, I want to make sure I'm giving him the appropriate uh, discipline for it. You know, the, 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 the punishment matches the crime. You know what I mean? But at the same time, when the, when the, when the punishment's over, whatever it is, he needs to know that it's over and it's moving moving forward because me as a kid I struggled with that I couldn't separate the two and I always thought that my parents were always mad at me all the time whenever I messed up and I was always scared to approach them after and it's nothing that they did wrong it was just something that I wasn't coached through when I was a kid and I never told them that I needed to be coached through that you know what I mean so now knowing that as who I am I need to do that with little mini me you know what I mean so it's just something that I'm working on but the major failure of every person in any leadership role whether it's being a father parent uh, work is that when something goes bad or when something's wrong, now it's your time to address it. You're required to like that's your job is to re- go and address what's going wrong. And we literally spend all our time doing that and no time reinforcing all the good stuff. Like we, you know, it, at work you might get a bad evaluation and and or 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 a negative log entry for something, but but. The next step was is is okay. Well, like, what can I write this person up for for positive? Well, look, I saw them doing this. Well, there's a lot of mentality out there. Well, that's their job. Or as a kid, you're supposed to behave, so therefore you're behaving. There's nothing good about that. That's just how you should be. 
when really we should probably be reinforcing that good behavior of, oh, wow, look, they're actually sharing, playing nice together. Well, that's what we wanted, so we don't say anything about it. We really should probably walk over there and be like, like, like I don't know, something even small as a dap. Yeah, my boy. Yeah, nice yeah. job. Absolutely. That's, that's We don't do any of that because we just expect I, it. Exactly, yeah. I mean, a professional setting, absolutely. From a parenting setting, I will say... I have been doing this a lot lately, but I try not to make it like corny. You know what I mean? But I tell him all the time that he's awesome. It, it sounds corny, bro. I literally will set him on a counter and look at him and say, dude, you're awesome. I need you to know that. You're an awesome kid. You're, you're, you're amazing. The way he's learning, the way he, ha- he has a big heart on his, his sleeve. You know what I mean? Like he, he's, he's, he really is an awesome kid, and I'm blessed to be his father. But like, I need him to know that. And I need him to like have that voice that's in your head for him to know that he is an awesome person. I don't want him thinking and going around having any negative. And he's only three. You know what I mean? I don't even know if he has the voice in his head yet. You know what I mean? Like I have no idea what his little world contains of. You know what I mean? But oh, well, at me, a young age, I want to he, build that up in him. So there's what I tell my kids. And I think it's, I think I heard it from a speech or a sermon or something, but I just tell them almost every night, you are special and there's a special plan for you. You are here for a reason. You are meant to be here. God has a special plan for you. And I love you every night. And I want, I think a lot of us spend most of our lives wondering what in the world we're here for or what are we supposed to be doing and what it gets so confusing. And I think it, it weighs on people and they don't feel like they're worth anything because not because nothing's good or nothing. You just have no idea that they're special and you're rolling life. Yeah. Yes. If your role in life is to, to roll forks and spoons in a napkin. Okay. Hey, I used to do that back in my old job. You know what I mean? (laughs) When I was a 16 year, 17 year, I did it too. You know, that's, that's your, that's your special place for today. And then, and and you are still worth something, and you are and like you don't want them to lose their worth. I think that's really really important. But and if my kids point too, but it, like it, dads for dads listening, I think it's just important for you to know that too. Like just because you had one day, bad day of parenting, like you you can still you <laughs> if you get to wake up tomorrow, you still get to have another chance at being an awesome dad. You know what I mean? Because I've had that happen to me too, where I made one mistake and I'll just beat myself up and beat myself up and beat myself up and I get lost in what I'm doing. And this is going to sound ridiculous though, but like I found purpose in parenting. Like I I feel like there was a whole part of my life where I was like just like sleepwalking through my life. And then it was like Carson was born and boom, I woke up. Like it was this weird thing that just like happened to me when he was born. And it's given me, you know, so much uh, purpose, shall I say. And so, like, now, when it comes to all this parenting stuff, like, bro, there are days where I'll just beat myself up over this stuff. So, like, you as a dad need to take it easy on yourself, too. So, I know I know we want to convey that to our kids, but also, like, dads don't get enough love as it is. So, like, don't don't be the person to kick yourself down as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't you Sounds think corny, that but... that's a... a... The worst. Like a mentality. The worst. Yes. They, it, everybody is, is hard, usually their worst critic. But when it comes to... You know, you're worried about, especially if you're like in a public setting and things go bad, you feel that pressure of people watching and, and needing you to fix stuff. And you you, you want to judge parents and you want to tell them, you know, like, oh, just get your kid quiet or, or you, you know, spank your kid or don't spank your kid. Or that in the meantime, this parent is, is, is 
literally through it. has a job to to work out the long game and not the short game. You yep. as a, a spectator are worried about the short game. Get them quiet, get them whatever I want. In the meantime, the parent is usually trying to figure out the long game. And, and, and that's a extremely difficult task. You could probably get it wrong. You're going to get there's it wrong. There's a term for this, but like, uh, there's, there's a, a, I forgot the, the name of it, but it's like when you pass by people and then you actually have the reality or like the understanding that every person that you pass is life is just as complex as yours. Whatever you have going on in your life, it's their life. Is but a lot of people don't have that conscious thought when you're thinking when you're passing by people, and we're so easy to make a quick judgment, like a quick lapse, like decision of oh my god, this parent obviously doesn't have it together because their kid's crying in a cart. I would, dude, I was terrible at that in my twenties. I was like, I didn't understand. I was like, what? Why would you even bring your kids out here to a movie theater or to a uh, you know Walmart or whatever if you do they're going to act up like this? Clearly, they're they're acting up when really. Bro, now as a parent, I'm, I'm, I'm like, let me go. Like, it would be awkward, but like, hey, bro, get, like, do you, do you want me to finish your shopping list? Why you get that kid taken care of? Like, I absolutely would do that. You know how many times I've hooked up a parent with a diaper and a and a and a, and a baby wipes and just gave them the whole pack. Here you go, take it. And they just look at me like I'm crazy because they don't get enough support out there. And ninety percent of the time, people looking at them aren't looking to help them. They're looking at judging them. And so I, dude, if I see it, I, I obviously like the first thing I do is here you go. Hey, you forgot the diaper bag? Done it like ten times now. Now, here you go. I didn't forget mine today. And it's the first thing I try to do. And I, I try to do that. And I, you know, it hasn't happened back to me yet. No, but I'm assuming one day it will. So I, I, I think generally as parents, we should, the parenthood should, uh, you know, stick together, take it easy on each other. That, that, that is a whole different thing. And that's nuts to me. Yeah. But I used to be like that, bro. I used to be judgy. I did. I ain't gonna lie to you. Everybody, everybody. I, I did. I just, I just didn't understand, dude. I didn't understand it. I had no idea the challenges every day that they were going through. Had no idea. And until you live the sh- like walk in the shoes, dude. No matter what kid you have, a perfectly, you know, perfectly quiet kid who's just acts perfect all the time, or you have the opposite end where they're crazy. You have no idea the challenges that those parents are going through. You know what I mean? Every, every day. And uh, you were the person actually that taught me that. Uh, you know, when we were back uh, working together back in the old days. So to speak, is you know you never you never know what someone's house is you know what's going on in that house you never know. And they trying so to escape was, the, the the craziness of what's going on in that house. They probably just need a moment, moment of sanity. Yeah. Yep, hey, dude. Even now, I will tell my wife there are days when I'm just like, hey, it, whether she's stressed or she's not stressed, I'm like, get get out. I got this little man. I got him. Go get your nails done. Go get a massage. Go do whatever to go hit the store for a minute. Just go walk around. You don't even have to buy anything. And she does. She'll go. She'll go do their thing. She likes to go to like the container store. That's like her 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 spot, her place. Uh, you know the she, she dude. She loves organization. That's like her thing. Um, and it makes her happy. I don't care. Go. That's cool. I don't have to go. That's cool. That's even better because I would just awkwardly stand there behind you, not 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 caring. Um. But she does the same thing for me too. She'll tell me if you know my, me and my friends are having a whatever. She'll be like, "Yeah, go, go." Not, it's not even a question anymore. Before, whenever he was a baby, my son was a baby, bro. I was, I was terrified to be alone with him. I was terrified if she got away for ten minutes, bro. I was like, dude, I thought I couldn't do anything right. I didn't know how to change diapers. I didn't know how to feed a kid the bottle. He started crying. I had no idea what he was crying for. And I was so mad at myself for like the first like three months when my son was born because I had no idea what was going on. And I felt like I was on an island. So then my wife would come in and her presence would just change the room for Carson and for me. Carson was comfortable. And then I was like a freaking 100 pound weight off my shoulders because now I get help. So like, bro, it, yeah, yes, yes. 
take the time for yourself. I absolutely 100% agree for that. And I, I, at that time, I needed the time. You know what I mean? Too. I'm with it. But all right, we we uh, think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up there. Um, Bad pack. Pack news, bro. <laughs> pack, oh, <yeah>. pack news. <laughs> Come on, Bad. bro.